Sweet home. Big wheels keep on turning. Alabama. In Alabama. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Taking You Back, kicking this episode off with some Skinnered, ladies and gentlemen. The music of If ever a band really encapsulated Rob Lee Davis and Jen Waring, I Leonard Skinnered. propose it's Leonard Skinnered. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, if there's any sort of cross-section, that would have to be it. Right? I mean, if you're going to draw from multiple genres, as the kids might say, uh, to get to just one band. If if we took one of those quizzes, where it's like, which Which band are you? you?" Yeah, I think if we took the which band are you quiz, this is Leonard Skinner. It'd be Leonard Skinner. Taking you back, Leonard Skinner. I would say say Leonard Skinner or, or, I don't know. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. Jug Band, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what if Emmett Otter was in Tony, Tony, Tony? What if it became Tony, 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 Emmett? Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, 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 Emmett has done it again. It feels good. Yeah. I love All it. right. That is not what we're talking about, ladies we're and gentlemen. We're talking about the taking you back to 1974. Oh, music. S- 74. The music of 74. It was a common year. It was common. Started on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gallon of gas was 42 cents. You could pick up a cassette recorder, which was newfangled yes. probably in 74, yes. uh, for 49.95. Which was Ooh. a lot of money. That was a lot of money. Well, because you should be playing your eight track, you, yes, you should. bastard. Listening to your vinyl. Why you got to go with the new, what do you, someday you're going to just put a disc in a radio, you Could dummy? you imagine that? Somebody just going to stream something? What is that Ridiculous. about? I don't know, what's stream? I got some stream in my urine. Sweet home Alabama! That's how I think that conversation. I love that song, by the way. All right, I, so song. I'm a descendant of Alabama. That's the paternal side of my family. <clears throat> Spent summers in Alabama. I have great love for Alabama. I still have family in Alabama. Their government just sucks ass. Um, yes. <laughs> but, but I love that song. It's a good song. Good Do you prefer song. the Skinner original or the uh, What's-His-Dick cover? Who covered Sweet Home Alabama? Oh, Kid Rock? Yes. Oh, please. I oh, prefer I to refer to him as What's-His-Dick. <laughs> I can't even. I no, can't uh, even. Poor Kid Rock. Not they just uh, in the in the real year twenty twenty, uh, which we'll someday look back on with hindsight, hopefully, uh, and learn things. Yeah. Uh, but in this year, they just announced the uh, RNC or some such nonsense lineup, and I would have thought Kid Rock was on it, but he wasn't. He's not. No, Scott wow. Baio is though. He must be doing like be booked with KKK rallies or something. Per- perhaps his calendar's full. Yeah, his just full. his. His, his summers hood, are crazy. His hood is newly ironed. He's got yes. places to go. Uh, but back in 74, we also had uh, President Nixon resigning on August yes. 9th. Wouldn't that be lovely if that repeated itself? Um, be lovely. Yeah. Stephen King dropped Carrie, mm. uh, his good first uh, novel. Uh, so good. And uh, the other thing I took note of, just because I thought it was funny uh mama cass died of a heart attack not a ham sandwich oh mama cass 
Well, Cass Elliot, she was trying to go by that name, I believe. Because well, she was like point. 12. Like She the, was young. They called her mama because she, she was young. fat, not because she had Because she was older. Right. <laughs> Stupid. Mama Cass. It was also the first year of the first American Music Awards. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I thought, I thought, I think I read, but I might be making this up. It was like two weeks before the Grammys. Oh, was it that soon? Yeah, it was like right. It was like they were like, "We we have our own award show. It's on first. It's it's on first. It's on watch hours. Watch Watch hours. hours. Oh, is Fauci throwing a a ball? I can throw a ball. I can hugely bigly throw a ball. Yeah, Fauci. Oh, but I can't anymore. I can't anymore. I canceled my ball. His Um, balls were canceled a long time ago. That's a whole other episode. We'll do another episode on. They could have been canceled sooner. It'll be a very short, shrunken episode. Um. In which Jen just vomits the whole episode. Wait, you know who also arrived on the scene in 88? Kiss. In 74. Wow, what did I say? You said 88. Oh, 74. Kiss firmly established by 88. Why would you pull that year? I don't know why. I'm not sure why. Anyway, (laughs) 74. Yeah, Kiss, newly on the scene. Big tongues, a, a wagon. And they were such a... I don't know. I never got into them. I don't think I could name a Kiss song like if I was forced to. But I love their Let's pretend you're forced to. Presence <laughs> was as did they have a song called Kiss? I don't know. Yeah, and, and so close. That was Prince. <laughs> Which easy easy to see why easy yeah Prince Gene they, Simmons yes it's all black and white they're all <laughs> similar the makeup okay um, ridiculous yeah no it was it was definitely a um a hair metal rock mm. feel year I mean Sweet Home Alabama was huge um, you ain't seen nothing yet Bachman mm. Turner Overdrive Good also song. has that very like. Well, overdrive guitar feel mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Entertainer, which is the most. If you ever get annoyed, look at me, I'm self-employed. I love to work at nothing all day. And I've been taking care of business. Just getting his $600 and working nothing all day. That was Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they playing this song more now? <laughs> Why isn't this a rally song? Um, yeah, but they're taking, par- taking care of business. Um, but, Stevie uh, Wonder also was killing it in 74. Right? But not so, with the same feel. Obviously. Not with the he, same he was, feel. He still was on the dregs of the disc. But he was on... He had Boogie on Reggae Woman, Living for the City. Living for the City is such a good song. Such a good song. Such a good song. I don't mean to diss Boogie on Reggae Woman, but... But he also was on the charts, too, with other people. Yes. Such a good song. So good. Like, he was in his element... Aretha Franklin had covered his song that year. Yeah. So, Until You Come Back to Me was on the charts that Aretha was singing, but he wrote Tell Me Something Good that Shaka Khan was singing, but he wrote. <laughs> I, another song I fucking love. Um, I, it, but all of them, although maybe in their own distinctive ways, very driving, right? Like even, even coming at us from across the pond, Queen dropped Killer Queen. And, I mean, mm. like just really like 
strong driving narratives in all of these songs. What I was going to say before Chris dropped in the Chris Gersbeck uh, dropped in the, the awesome living for the city. Billy Joel had the entertainer, which was his, one of his mm. most driving 70s feeling like yes. songs yes. to me. Um, yes. Billy Joel. Yeah. I like Billy Joel. He okay. hasn't put anything new out in a while. Has he? He does not fucking need to. He really doesn't. He's no. like Mariah Carey. I never thought I'd compare the two, but for the Me purposes neither. of what I'm saying, they're both rolling in songwriting money. Oh my God. He, I mean, I think, I want to say he originally, it was, it was like early 90s that he was like, I'm never going to do another concert. I'm done. Like sometime in the 90s, he was like, I don't ever need to perform again. I'm good. I mean, he needs, he does still, obviously, but like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Billy Joel was one of the, um, I had a, a boyfriend in college that was a huge, uh, Billy Joel fan, and we went to see Billy Joel uh, perform. And I, I mean, I knew some song. I knew how to play Piano Man on the piano. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. You know, I, I mean, not as good. I don't want to brag, but I could do it. Um, but the, um, I remember he could stop singing. Unlike any other concert I have ever been to in my whole life, he could stop singing at any point in any song. We didn't start the fire. He could stop mid-sentence first three. It didn't matter where he stopped. The entirety of the arena could pick it up. Which is amazing. It was so impressive. And we weren't even on Long Island. (laughs) Right. Right. Still, they could do it. But to have a fan base that like that is My aunt is from Long Island, and she remembers in, I guess, she would have been in high school in the, like, 70s, I guess, late 70s. But she can remember going, like, getting drunk and going in, like, like boats like to like take because his house apparently on long island was on the water so they would get in like boats or whatever and then like go park in front of his house dock and just sing billy joel songs like how honestly how annoying must it be to be billy joel frankly (laughs) like if we want not that that's the focus of this episode but now that you think about it that's got to be pretty fucking annoying he's trying to enjoy a good night's sleep and oh a bunch of drunken teens (laughs) being like you know, Oyster go, go, Bay, Long changing. Island. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> wow, you had them singing the ballads, no less. There were yeah, some. Not yeah. everything was so uh, drivey. Mm-hmm. Uh, most, a lot of stuff was, uh, but um, <laughs> Waterloo, for example. Uh, there's, if ever there is a hard rock long hair song, it's is Waterloo. Abba's <laughs> Waterloo. <laughs> Um, yes, I rank still, it up there with anything by Metallica. There was a touch of the disco still going on very strongly. <laughs> but it is a little drivey. Oh, yeah. So good. Were you an ABBA? I really didn't even, I mean, I had a slight awareness of them, but I didn't really care about them until like college or no. something. My, my parents weren't big on foreign food, so <laughs> we, we weren't fed things like Abba. <laughs> foreign food. We had French fries, I but, love you it. know, that was about it. it. Wait, speaking I of didn't coming hear from Queen a... until I was much older either. So it was... Right, right, exactly. But coming from across the pond also, um, Sir Elton John with uh, ben, Benny and the Jets. Sir Elton John with a lot of stuff. The the original Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, Benny and the Jets. Benny! 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 
so close, Raph. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm trying to get into that upper Elton John register. Yeah, you were, I, I, I appreciated the efforts. Uh, it was nice. Uh, it, it, well, as long as you've got your upper uh, register warmed Uh-oh. up there, Rob. Because uh, the other song that came out that year, not remotely driving, but the great Olivia Newton-John with I Honestly Love You. <laughs> I love you. Which always felt like a slightly more creepy stalker song to me. Like, just from her tone, she's like, I love you. Like, she's he broke up with her. <laughs> like, he broke up with her and does not want to get back together with her. It doesn't she matter wants how him honest. To remember. No, it doesn't matter. She could be as honest as she wants to. He does not care. It's over. Now, staying in the category of soft songs, there's The Way We Were. Oh, Technically released the year before, but still one of the number one songs. No, actually, no, you actually, you're correct. I think, I think the album, I think the album came out in 74, but you're right. I think she released the the lead single, whatever. Yeah, in 73. Yeah, but I mean, still, it was super charting. Oh my God. All through 74. Oh my God. Well, it was, it was also one of her like, hmm. Honestly, love you, Benny. Benny, (laughs) I am the entertainer. (laughs) My God, why didn't anyone ever make that medley? Could you imagine? I now want Barbara Streisand to sing Benny and the Jets. That's my request of her. I would like Olivia Newton-John to sing everything. Um, (laughs) But staying in the sort of the perfect, perhaps, mix of a slight driving melody, although a bit repetitive, and, uh, and a sad song, of course. The cat was solidly in the cradle mm. in 1974. The I never little, remember all the words, I just remember the beat to it. It was a little boy, and there was a man in the moon. You know who was not in there? Dad. <laughs> when are you coming home? He doesn't know I when. I can't. I can't. Classic so, song, though. I mean, listen. Very classic. People still use it to describe their relationships with their father. So I okay. think it's nice. Now, it's, it's more of a therapy than a song, I think. I have a different... <laughs> yes. A different... Um, it's driving uh, in its own way. Oh, my God. Rock the boat. Don't tip the boat wow. over. Do you remember that song? I do. That's not what I was going to say, but let's talk about no, it. No, of course not. Well, I've got to know where... You got, you got the notion. Not driving at all. That <laughs> want you to sit very still. So I like to know where. You got the notion. I like to know where. You got the notion. Rock the boat. Don't tip. Don't rock the boat. It's such don't a mi- tip it over. It's a very mixed message kind of song. Right? Rock the like, boat, rock but the, don't take it over. Don't, don't, because it's like rock the boat, don't rock the boat. I mean, Carol True. Ann and Poltergeist was just as confused. Go to the light, don't go to the light. It's, it's like, like, what, what do you want, want me to, to do? do? I'm six. Which one is it going to be? Dad, are you coming home? Um, are you taking a boat? Maybe take a boat home, Dad, uh, with the Hughes Corporation. But there was certainly, because there was like this lingering, and for some people, their, their stations, it was like right, you know, that mid-80s thing I think we've talked about before when there was like, this mix of like 
disco was sort of driving one end of the spectrum and like rock was sort of driving yes. the other because yes. uh elvis's aloha special uh was also in oh, 74 elvis. um his big comeback whatever um i do have to say just staying on the disco and i tried to play the youtube clip for this song and i kept getting an error message but apparently there was a, a song and there was they, this band had a number of songs uh, but the one that came out in 74 was called Get Dancing. But the band right. was Disco Tex and the Sexolets. Oh. Why are there not more Sexolets? <laughs> I think I remember the name Disco Tex. I don't remember the Sexolets. Uh, uh, Maybe that's why that? I couldn't play it. <laughs> I do not know this song. I, um, people who are just listening to this, I, I'll describe uh, what, what just happened in my home as, as Chris Gersbeck on the Wheels of Steel played that out loud. My dog left the room. So <laughs> she is not a fan of discotheques mm. and the sexolets. Um, she's more of a light FM. Yeah, she's like, listen, I was fully skinnered. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, playing this fucking disco nonsense for me. Um, it does. Re- it did remind me of like I was like, there's so many disco songs because you know how when you click on one YouTube video, then it like suggests the next, like just disco songs out the wazoo. And it reminded me of the time that uh, Marjorie, who was a housekeeper in, mm-hmm. oh uh, yes, Marjorie, when, when I was a nanny, and she was a lady from Belize, lovely lady, um, and I was very depressed one day um about a relationship and she looked at me square in the face very sweetly very knowledgeably she was out she was already like 80 at the time um no she's in her 70s but very knowledgeably and she said jenny because that's what she called me um one monkey don't stop no show oh it doesn't and i thought I'm going to go ahead and say this i was like is that island wisdom like i didn't know what she was doing there i thought this must be something her mother said to her. Like I had no, like, I was like, is this like family? Like, and I was like, you're right, Marjorie. Like I took this as so deep message from Belize about monkeys. And, and then I was in the car and I was flipping through the disco station. And you heard it on the song. It's a disco song. (laughs) One monkey don't stop. No show. It's not a message. I mean, it is kind of, but two monkeys might stop a show. Listen, if you've ever been to one of those drive-through things, which my father hated going through because they the monkeys would ruin the top of the car. Monkeys? What? Monkeys? (laughs) Wait, if you did you ever go to like a drive-through safari thing as a kid? No. Like where? What what did you? Who raised you? What drive-through safari? I'm gonna call your mother one. Where did you go through a drive-through safari? In Syracuse, Utica. Six Flags had a, had a good one. Six Flags had one. We drove through one in Florida, somewhere in Florida. We were on like family vacay, which of course we, we never flew. We always drove, didn't matter where yeah, we were going. So do we. Uh, my dad doesn't like, my dad gets claustrophobic. And you stay in your car. And then I went to one as an adult called Longleat in England. Uh, my ex-husband, that was like one of the funnest places he ever took me besides Cadbury World. Um, you stay in your car and you drive through a very carefully crafted route and there's animals free range. Sometimes you roll your window down and you forget to roll it back up and there's a zebra head in your car. Sometimes that happens to people. 
Sometimes wow. it might be part of the reason why your marriage ended is because you wouldn't roll the window up until you got a good picture of the lion, <laughs> despite the fact that he was walking towards the car. Okay. My picture is tremendous for the record. Um, but the monkey section, they always warned you about because like you had a separate section. You could, you could bypass the monkeys because monkeys do not give a shit because monkeys do all. not give a shit. And at the time, 70s, 80s, there was more cloth top cars, perhaps, and monkeys would rip your shit up. They would rip wow. your, ante- your antenna off, and there was a big sign that always said, like, enter the monkey zone at your own risk, because um, monkeys wow. would... Yeah, monkeys don't play around. <laughs> they don't have and time for you, nothing. So, one monkey, 20 monkeys, they stopped your show. And destroyed your car. And destroyed your car. They, they, hey, that's my windshield wiper, monkey. Get back here. Um, you know, but your monkey. Of, oh, uh, what? Go, no, go, you, go. Fun. Well, I was going to say the monkey might have wanted you in '74 to tune your radio station so you could hear Roberta Flack singing "Feel Like Making Love." They might have. They might have. That might have calmed them down. What's funny is I was going to go with. This is a battle of the like monkey segues. Monkey segue. <laughs> My monkey segue was going to be, well, they could destroy something just as easily as our friend Jolene. Oh, my God. Jolene, please don't take my man. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Okay. Dolly Parton is everything. everything. She also had I Will Always Love You that year. The Yes. Dolly Parton is an institution. She should be, you know, bowed down to. I think she's People amazing. People say she's just a great pair of tits. Is <sighs> how the office season one closed. She's a paid songwriter. Let me tell you, Dolly, uh, Mariah Carey and Billy Joel probably wish they had Dolly Parton's money. Like, um, Yeah, Dolly Parton was the original. Like... Okay. I just she, forgot her name. The original Diane Warren? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton is the only person who has Diane Warren money. Like, Diane Warren grew up wanting to have Dolly one, Parton yeah, money. Wanting to have Dolly Parton money. It's funny. I saw Dolly Parton interviewed once, and they were talking about I Will Always Love You. And this, she said, did you mind? Or they said, did you mind that Whitney recorded it? And she's like, no, because the checks were wonderful. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Have you seen, Rob, there's a, a young duo of boys. Uh, I'm going to guess they're like, I think they're brothers. I think okay. they're, they're, they're twins. Uh, I think they're about 14, 15. Um, they are self-proclaimed uh, rap. That's what they listen to. They don't like anything else. And they started making this video series because um, their mom is a musician and so she wanted to challenge them to listen to other stuff is how I believe it started. Uh, I read a little, it was, they were in people magazine, but very, oh, people anyway, magazine. Uh, but they, where they play a video of a song they never would have listened to because it's okay. country or it's stupid or it's, it's not rap. And then they like talk about it. And the sweetest one is when they listen to Jolene. Because it, it's it's two young black teenagers, and the start of Jolene comes on, and you can see both their faces are like, ah, I don't know if we're going to even get through this whole three minutes, quite <laughs> frankly. And then she starts singing, and they're like entranced. Mm. And by the end of the first verse, they're like, they pause it, and they're like, Jolene, 
don't take her man like they get they get so honestly into it or they have honestly faked us because they honestly love you but whatever they're so cute and i went that's down the power of dolly super k-hole watched about 40 of their videos they're so I, I am not even that big a fan of dolly parton that is one of the greatest songs ever written it <laughs> is far. undeniable yeah it catches people I, and i don't know and i love the song i don't know what it is about it but it does seem to like cross it paints the perfect of picture of you know it just tells a story that it is lyrically perfect yeah mm. it's really just amazing and she That's doesn't well, i think one of i mean like her version of I Will Always Love You obviously doesn't have the soaring Whitney notes that we all have come to mm-hmm. know and love with the big stops. And I, like, there's no like big stop uh, in Dolly's version, but it's Dolly put, you know, we've talked about this before. Dolly put everything into her voice in her story. So even when she wasn't saying the words, it was still in her story. Every mm-hmm. time she says the word Jolene, and she says it a lot of times in that song, you right. hear, you can hear it. It, like yeah. she's begging yeah. she's literally begging every time she says it you don't even have to wait till she says the word i'm begging of, mm, please. you can feel it you already got it you can feel it i mean obviously it's what inspired abba when they sang waterloo <laughs> no wait, obviously wait, wait. it's what inspired and i i'm not gonna lie i hate this song this isn't clapton level disgust for me but it's close they she obviously inspired Joe Cocker with You Are So Beautiful to me. It's such you a like You are so beautiful. Eh, oh, shut up. Every wedding, every fucking everything. No, no, no. No. It's such a, uh, the, the raspiness of the voice, too, is like, was he. Like, like he was smoking a ton of cigarettes while he was saying it. Mid song, you are that pause. He's taking a drag. That's what's happening right there. They wrote it in. Wait, what I was gonna say. I don't is... even know if I know any other Joe Cockers. I mean, I must if I heard them. But like, I hate that song so much that I've written off <laughs> the man's entire catalog. Poor Joe Cocker. Poor Joe Cocker. First of all, his last name is Cocker. Yeah, that's that didn't go well as a kid. Uh, yeah, you know that was problematic. Hey, that was Joe problematic Cock. in the locker room. Er. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you were talking, we were talking before about Dolly Parton being the uh, new, or the original Diane Warren in the money, <laughs> it made me think of For the Love of Money by the OJs. Oh. Classic song. Great song. Not, in fact, For the Love of Money, which the one on the, the one where they sampled it. Why can't I think of that? Who sampled it? Because I never know I who is the word that didn't we use this sometimes in the, in the celebrity of Brenda? Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, Chris God. is making the same face I'm making. The song's a little tainted for me. It makes me itch a little bit when it comes on. Because he's used um, everybody's song. Yeah, oh yeah. I was going to say there was another prolific songwriter, uh, big deal in the 70s he wrote a lot of songs but not the song in which he claims to write the songs that make the whole world sing <laughs> but a lot of other songs he wrote the great not that one. barry manilow uh who uh hit with the very again a great story song though mandy 
and you came and you gave without taking and you sent me away oh manny tell me were you a fan of his as a kid um so barry manilow very clearly split my family i remember this as a small child uh because um most of my uncles thought he was a little light in his loafers Mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of talk about listening to this queen uh not killer (laughs) right and uh different queen and uh but they also everyone always seemed to know all the words to all the Barry Manilow songs. So it yes. was like, and my uncles all fashioned themselves to be singers. So as a kid, I can remember being like 10 years oldish. My uncles are not, my youngest uncle's only six, young, six years older than me. My mom's the oldest. So they wanted mm-hmm. to always, like they sort of thought of themselves probably more Osmonds than Jackson 5, let's be honest. Uh, but in their dreams, yes. they were the Jackson yes. 5. Uh, but most of them couldn't dance. Anyway, the... Um, but they would try and sing like Delta Dawn or um, Delta Dawn was a big one. Cause they'd be like, Jenny, you do the harmony. And it'd be like, can you all stay on a note and maybe I can find it. <laughs> like I, uh, like I'm nine in this story. Like I'm not even like what's happening. Um, so yeah, that, so there was a lot of anti Barry feeling, but still. I tell you, it's interesting. When I know you say they the knew all the words. Me. I know so many like, you know, super butch straight guys who like knew the, all the words to, um, what was Britney's? Oops, I did it again. Oh I'm God, like, yeah. I'm questioning you now. I yeah. don't even know all the words. Oops, I did it again. No, no. Like, but they the things they know. So like the Barry Manilow stuff when people same thing. You know, they question it, but they know all the words. How does that? How does that work? I also remember seeing. So when I was in sixth grade, uh, most people who who know me in real life know this. I wrote an autobiography. I didn't just do it for fun. It was a school assignment, but we had to write a, f- a chapter about our future. And I included more details than anyone else in the class, like precocious asshole. I had pets that died. It doesn't matter. But the, um, one of the moments I included was that the, what our prom theme would be. Um, and I assumed because my uncle Steve's prom theme was looks like we made it by Barry Manilow and he had the mug with the etching that looks like we made it etching on it. And so I just assumed that's what all like that every school everywhere ever forever. That was their, like everywhere song was uh, prompting. Um, and turns out that's not what mine was. It was in fact uh, a, a much more romantic classy choice. Skid Rose. Remember yesterday. Um, that was your prom song. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Woo! Ours was. Other um, people maybe got Joe Cocker. We got Skid Row. (laughs) Mama, yesterday! (laughs) We had somewhere out there. See? Fievel, you had a nice mouse song. That's nice. Chris, what was your prom thing? Do you remember? I I didn't go to prom. All right. We are there that. He's throwing us some shade right now. Sorry that Chris is so cool. Okay. He was hanging out with the cool kids, you know, smoking cigarettes on the school patio. Don't tip the boat over, Gersbeck. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned one Barry, which means I have to mention the other. Oh, please. Barry White. With the incomparable Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Can't get baby. enough of your love, baby. If you can do Olivia, I can drop the voice. <laughs> if you can hit your high register this episode, I'm going to go low. Barry White was When clear. you go high, Rob... 
I go low. <laughs> you go low. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that's no lie. Barry White. He doesn't have a. I don't know who his counterpart is either. I mean, he was like when Luther was in one of his big Luther phases. I guess then you could say there was a comparison, but not really. Just in size. Barry White has no. I don't know who his. Who's the new Barry White? There's no new Barry White. There is no new. Barry. I feel like as a phrase that shouldn't even be uttered again. <laughs> like I just feel like we just stop it right there. There's there was a, so there was I, I feel like you know as we get as we get to wrapping up 74 we can't leave the people in 74 forever but there was also i mean steely dan was was begging ooh, ricky not ooh, to lose the number clapton shot steely the sheriff dan. yes clapton did shoot the sheriff uh, gladys knight also had a the soundtrack to the movie claudine came out so i've got to use my imagination and on and on were two big r&b chart on and on's a great tune great song um, John Denver was still alive. <laughs> Sorry, that's mean. Uh, but with Annie's song. Um, and another big one from that year was uh, Bob Dylan, who I've never really... Yeah, never got into him. Super gotten into, but he had Forever Young that year. That's uh, so funny. Is... I feel like the only Forever Young I can remember is a song from when we were in high school. Oh, yeah. But wasn't that Rod Stewart or something? Well, yes, Rod Stewart had Forever Young. Um, but there was also, there was another one. Forever Young, I want to be forever young. Oh, oh, I do remember do that song. Do you really want to live forever? Yes. I don't remember who that band was, but better than the Rod Stewart song. <laughs> not also, I'm also not a big Rod Stewart I'm not really a big Rod Stewart fan Was he either. around in 74? Probably. Do you think I'm sexy? My answer was no. No. I wasn't really... We had family friends that that was, they were British, which my parents blame them for a lot of choices I've made. Uh, historically speaking, um, I blame them too, but in a nicer way. Um, they, were bit, they introduced us to the Beatles. They were big Beatles fans. Uh, they introduced me to parsnips. There was, uh, you know, and then of course they were not around the as Beatles much. Beatles and parsnips. Like I it's going to be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then later they got to learn that I married and divorced a British man. And they were like, yep, on brand. We did that. That's us. Uh, yes. But she has a story of when she was, because they, they moved to America in their early 20s, I think. She has a story about being hit on by Rod Stewart in a club. Oh. Like as a teen sneaking into a club and the performer hitting on her and her friend and was really slimy and uh then turned out it was rod stewart <laughs> of all so. people right yeah anyway so uh, 74 folks if you know if you're not listening to one of those like now that's what i call 1974 compilations obviously on cassette <laughs> and you're playing it on your 49.99 cassette recorder player Obviously on cassette. I love that. I love Why that. wouldn't it be? I guess you'd have to go buy a car with an eight track. I don't even know how else you'd listen to the music from '74. Ricky, don't lose that number. Um. Oh. That's why we've got love. Ooh. Yes. Are we going out on Gladys Knight? Oh my! I mean, there is worse ways to go out. Getting with the kissing. What? The music of 74. It's brilliant. I feel like 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna shut this down, and yes. I'm gonna make myself a cocktail and just jam to some Sweet Home yes. Alabama. That's, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put, I'm gonna go back to the beginning. Yes. Uh, and we, we Good hope stuff. that you folks do join us next time as we go yes. back to who knows where. Who but knows? for now, enjoy the great dulcet tones of Miss Gladys Knight's <laughs> Gladys 1974. Knight. See ya. Oh,